0: Chapter 14 When he returned to the little cottage, Casey pulled into the driveway. After much debating, he had picked out a large bouquet of flowers in an assortment of colors. He then decided to make a picnic lunch for Mara. Women loved romantic gestures like that, he told himself, and he'd do anything to get him out of the proverbial doghouse. He'd stopped at the food mart and picked up some fruit, crackers, pepperoni, and a variety of cheeses. Then, He selected a bottle of Merlot at the liquor store and drove home, feeling much better about the day. Carrying his purchases into the kitchen, he placed them on the counter and began searching for a platter to put the food on. After everything had been prepared, he set the meal on the porch table in addition to a vase filled with a bouquet. Walking down the hallway, he stopped in front of Mara's room and hesitated for just an instant, suddenly unsure of himself. Knocking softly, he He waited for her to open the door. Instead, he heard a soft, Yes? I made us some lunch. Are you hungry? There was no answer for a moment. He didn't realize he was holding his breath until she finally replied, Give me a minute to freshen up. I'll be right out. They ate a quiet lunch, verbally dancing around each other, talking about the same safe subjects they had talked about at dinner the first night Casey had been there. It was almost as if they had never made love, had never rocked each other's world. He had hoped the romantic lunch, flowers, and wine would create the closeness they had enjoyed last night, but Mara seemed to want to keep her distance. It was driving him fucking crazy. Unable to take it any more, he reached for her hand, which was resting on the table, and placed his own on top of it. I'm sorry. Mara's eyes flew open, then narrowed in surprise and confusion. About what? Last night. She lowered her eyes to her lap, her cheeks reddening. I... I told you I wasn't that good at sex. Staring at her in amazement, he scrambled to explain. No, that's not what I meant. Extending his other hand, he cradled her cheek. Oh, honey, you were incredible. You absolutely blew my mind. Several times, in fact. Her blush deepened, and he remembered how the rest of her had blushed last night and felt himself getting aroused again. Then what are you sorry about? His thumb brushed softly over her cheek. You seem so quiet and out of sorts today. I just assumed you were regretting last night. I'm sorry if I pushed you too soon. She gave her head a slight shake. You didn't push me. I wanted you more than anything last night. I... I never knew it could be like that. Her gaze dropped to the table, and he slid his hand down to cup her chin and lifted until she met his eyes again. Then what's wrong? Nothing, really, she shrugged. I'm just a little embarrassed. I don't have much experience with men, especially someone as nice as you, and I'm not sure how I'm supposed to act, I guess. He stood and pulled her up with him. As he wrapped his muscular arms around her small waist, he leaned down and gently kissed her lips. Mara sighed and melted into his embrace, thrilling him. You don't have to act. Just be natural, relax, and enjoy yourself. You don't have to be experienced to do that. He nibbled her lower lip, and she let out a small, quick breath. I like that you're a bit naive, and yet you're so responsive to me. He pressed his lips to hers and ran his tongue along the seam, urging her to let him in. Her mouth opened and he reveled in her taste as his tongue danced with hers. Melon and strawberries teased his palate. Drawing her even closer, he deepened the kiss as the last of the tension left her body. She was so soft against his contrasting hard body, but she fit him perfectly. Never had a woman completed him as Mara did. It was as if she had been made just for him. His lips didn't leave hers as he bent down and hooked an arm under her knees. Securing his other arm behind her neck, he carried her inside and strode purposely down the hallway to his bedroom. He eased her legs down next to the bed and dragged her against himself. His rigid cock rubbed her abdomen and he let out a rabid hiss. He opened his eyes when she pulled away from the kiss and then closed them again as she began to explore his body with her hands. They stroked his shoulders and chest, then slowly made their way down his taut torso. When her fingers delved under the hem of his shirt, he obliged her by quickly pulling it over his head and tossing it to the ground. His eyes remained heavy, but he washed her through thin slits shaded by his eyelashes. Her hands worked methodically upward again, and stopped over his unyielding pectoral muscles, which contracted as if shocked by her touch. She glanced up at him seductively before bringing her mouth to replace her hands. Casey growled like a wild animal, but stood still and let her continue her tantalizing exploration. His fists were clenched at his sides as he struggled to let her take the lead. Her tongue touched his nipple, and he nearly came at the erotic feeling which shot straight to his groin. He mimicked the words she had said to him last night. You're killing me. Mara smiled against his skin, but didn't let up. As they say, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. If that's the case. He didn't finish, as he yanked her T-shirt up her body and over her head. He was almost disappointed to see that sometime since this morning she had put on a lacy white bra. His hands cupped her round globes of flesh, loving the feel of their weight in his palms. He rubbed his thumbs over her stiff buds at the same time her hand dove into the front of his increasingly tightened jeans, her fingers finding him stiff and ready. He hissed as she made a fist around his shaft. Losing his patience with their slow seduction of each other, Casey quickly shed his jeans, boxer briefs, socks, and sneakers, and then proceeded to strip Mara of her remaining clothes. He gave her a gentle push, and she fell back on the bed before scooting into the middle. She looked so damn sexy, and it was all for him. Retrieving a condom from the nightstand, he covered himself in latex as she viewed him through half-closed eyes. Stepping between her legs, he grabbed her knees and brought them up to his flanks. Leaning on the bed with one knee between her legs, he trailed his hand up her left calf toward her sweet pussy. Never taking his eyes off her face, he probed her entrance with two fingers and found her drenched and ready for him. Thrusting his fingers in and out, it wasn't long before she was begging him, Please, I need you. Please, oh God. He would have liked to have the satisfaction of making her beg some more, but he couldn't wait any longer. The urge to fuck her until neither one of them could walk was something he couldn't ignore. Lowering his body to hers, he settled between her widespread legs and ran his aching dick through her folds. When he was certain they were both wet enough for her to take him, he thrust forward and her body yielded to him. He gasped when he was buried to the root and his balls slapped against her ass. Knowing this time was going to be a rutting, he told himself there would be plenty of time later to make up for it. Honey, I can't go slow. She moaned as he pulled almost all the way out, then filled her again. Her fingernails dug into his back. I don't want it slow. Thank fuck. He pounded into her, taking them both up the proverbial mountain and hurtling toward the edge of the precipice. Her tits bounced with every thrust, drying his gaze. Damn, they were so fucking pretty. Leaning over her with his weight on one hand, he brought the other to her nipple and pinched it drawing a loud gasp from her. Oh, oh, Casey, more. Pulling out of her, he flipped her on her stomach and tugged on her hips until she was on her knees, her ass high in the air, while her upper torso rested on the bed. He lined his cock up with her slit again and plunged forward. He fucked her as hard as he could without hurting her. The sounds of flesh slapping against flesh and their combined grunting and gasping filled the room. She clutched the bedspread in her hands and begged him to send her into ecstasy. Reaching around her waist, he found her clit with his fingers and rubbed the little pearl as fast as he could. Thrusting her hips back toward him, Mara screamed as she climaxed around him. Her tight, quivering walls squeezed his shaft and sent him flying over the edge after her. Fuck! Shit! He came with the force of a hurricane shooting his come in waves inside her, and for the first time in his life, he cursed the protection he wore, what he wouldn't give to know what it was like to be bareback in her hot cunt. Bright lights flashed behind his closed eyelids, and he felt as if he was on a dizzying amusement park ride. Their dueling orgasms seemed to go on forever until they finally collapsed in a sweaty, heaving, satiated heap on the bed. When he had the strength, He slid out of her warmth and rolled to the side. He quickly disposed of the condom and lay back down beside her, pulling her against him. They were asleep within minutes. They spent the rest of the day and night in bed, leaving only for the occasional food or drink for energy or a bathroom break. Mariah couldn't get enough of the man. She knew she had planned to sneak out that night, but after Casey had taken her back to his bed, She couldn't refuse herself this one last night with him. Now, at just after midnight, lying next to him as he snored softly, she brushed her hand over his chest and abdomen. She knew from her brief experience with him that if she tried to get out of the bed, he would wake up and teasingly pull her back into his embrace. And that, of course, would lead to another round of passionate lovemaking. He was insatiable, and it seemed he'd awakened the sexual beast within her because she couldn't say no whenever he started nibbling on her neck and shoulders. And then, by the time he worked his way down her body and licked her clit, she'd be reduced to begging for him to fuck her over and over again. Who knew she could satisfy a man as virile as him? Definitely not the woman she'd been a few days ago. Sighing, she rested her head on his shoulder and felt his arm around her tighten. She would have to make her escape tomorrow. Maybe she could send him into town for something. She worried it was a mean thing to do, running away with no warning or explanation, but she didn't know what else to do. If she stayed here, she would eventually be discovered, or even worse, put K.C. in danger. She loved him too much to do that, so her only alternative was to run as far away from him as she could. But for now, she would make memories to take with her, to comfort her when she was finally alone again. And no matter where she ended up next, she knew she would be leaving her heart here, with him.